Blog Talk Radio. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. Good afternoon on the East Coast, good morning on the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting live from the studio of eloquenceonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. And you're listening to The Power Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more Issue saw where Target is leaving their audience wanting more. That CEO saying these are the best economic times he's ever seen. And if you are driving to Target here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, you will go right by Canyon High School. And if you're there early enough in the morning, you will see the mighty Canyon Cougar Band practicing for the halftime shows. And that's the name of our episode today. As we wind down summer circa 2018 in the year of our Lord 2018, Summer Band is the name of the episode. On parking lots overlaid with the lines of a football field all over America, not just here in New Braunfels, Texas Republic, there of millions of young Americans have spent their last weeks of summer vacation preparing for the fall halftime shows. We have our county fair parade, our annual convivial events that we do here in New Braunfels every year. And uh, today I've put it in the episode description. I'll also post it on some of my social media channels. The video is actually five years old from Canyon High School, but it is just as relevant is just as relevant today. You could have gone and done this video in 1985 or 1995 or 2005. Uh, The fact is, many of you probably have uh, family members and kiddos that spent time in in the big marching bands of America's high schools. Great, great American tradition. I know I did. And uh, I, I still regard it today as some of the greatest musical days of my life. The mighty Converse Judson Band, uh, massive, massive uh, enterprise each week. And uh, there is something very, very gratifying about working with other people, it, literally in harmony, in concert with other people to create something, create something beautiful. And uh, one of the things that you'll see in that video is just the precision and the perfection that they're pursuing. And you can see why it requires so much practice. The video itself is only about three and a half minutes long, but it's uh, still relevant. Like I said, five years later, I think more than sports or other metaphors that you can apply to your, to your business of banking or whatever it is that your, your, your brand is doing, I believe that music and its principles of practice, performance, review, and repetition are the best ways to insert, ensure that your audience sees and hears you at your best, that it reverberates. My symbol right here, to make sure it reverberates. I just have to touch that symbol one time with my index finger, and I've even got it muted. And if you put your ear down to it a minute from now, you'll still hear it reverberating. Is your brand reverberating in the marketplace where you do business? Do people share your brand and share 
uh, things that you do um, online and social media and things like that? Is your brand truly reverberating out there? Well, the best way to ensure that your audience sees and hears your best is to have zero tolerance for low performers, uh, have internal competition amongst your best performers, and a culture of performance perfection. Trust me, that'll leave your audience wanting more. Um, sent out a shout out, I think it was last week, to the guys over at NAFQ. They continue to tear it up. Now, um, you should know, I don't work for NAFQ. I, I'm not a paid spokesperson for NAFQ. Uh, and I don't always agree with some of the things that their president, Dan Berger, says. And I thought about doing a show this week about some of these things that I'm seeing out there where people are predicting an economic downturn. And I'm not an economist. Dan is an economist. And he probably would have more of the bona fides to say, well, you should listen to me. And like I said, we get you know, 50 economists in a room and you'll get 50 different interpretations about everything from, you know, the Laffer curve to Keynesian economic policies. I actually did study quite a bit of economics while I got my degree in American history, but I'm basing this on history. I believe the economy is going to continue to roar for the foreseeable future. And I do mean literally for the next several years, not several quarters, but several years. There are going to be a lot of people trying to talk down the economy for political reasons, and both parties do it. But the facts remain that um, things are, you can just kind of, you can kind of sense it here within the banking marketplace. I can tell a difference. But instead of talking about economics, because economics doesn't always uh, in, in inspire and intrigue people perhaps as much as it should, uh, I decided I wanted to do a show on summer ban. I think a lot of it is because in my, in my immediate circle of friends and family, a lot of young people that I knew as very, very young people are now going into high school, and a lot of them are participating in, in the bands. And it's a big, big deal. Uh, these are, you know, more than 150, sometimes two, 300 piece of, of performance art. I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on, the flag core and the, and the drill team and everything else. And everyone has got to know exactly where they're supposed to be. I love in the video when the band director talks about what's expected of the performers, both in practice and when they perform. Hey folks, it's conference quality information. You're not going to find this anywhere else. It's conference quality information without the expense report, and we're going to talk about it all right after this. This is why webinars send us hate mail, the power of performance. Hey, listen, uh, uh, the learning points from that video, and I really encourage you to, to look at it. It, uh, it really does make a great point about what's expected. But one of the things that you'll hear the band director talk about in the video, I ask him the question, what is expected of the, the band members that, you know, in terms of practice and stuff like that? And of course, I see this posted on LinkedIn a lot of times, things that require, that don't require a college degree, don't require things that you can do to be successful. And I think the first one he says is to be at every 
rehearsal, to be at every practice? Does your does your brand have morning huddles or, you know, uh, stand-up meetings or stuff that everyone's supposed to do? Do people take it seriously? Do people actually perform? I love Mountain America Credit Union. We did a, an event up there a couple of years, well, several years ago, and we went on a tour of their headquarters, and they were doing these uh, morning huddles where every day you talk about one of the core principles. Well, look, I'm sorry. Great credit union, great people, but they needed to reimagine that. You could just tell by the hunched over, the way people were just laboring through it. They needed to reimagine how they started their day. Practice cannot be more boring than the actual performance. You have to have the same passion when you practice, or you're not going to have it when you perform. And I love it when the band director talks about that. He says, yeah, everyone's got to be here. The next thing he says and he talks about in good academic standing. Okay, I don't know if that necessarily applies to to what you do at your at your business, but of course you you cannot be eligible for sports or extracurricular activities at most American high schools if your grades look like mine did back in the uh, 1980s. I found my old um, report cards from Judson High School. I don't know how I was eligible to do any. Thing. I don't even know how you get um, a D in tennis. And I was actually really good at tennis. It had to do with being at practice, by the way. It had to do with being in practice. I got to see in public speaking, and I'm a better public speaker than everybody you know and have ever met. But in high school, I was the quintessential uh, underperforming ne'er-do-well who lived in a nice neighborhood, who wanted to spend his summers at the country club, and school was just a big inconvenience with all of that, uh, but I was, I was able to uh, participate in, in the marching band. And I, like I said, I really, really enjoyed that. And I never met anybody that regrets learning to play a musical instrument. I have met a lot of people who regret giving up a musical instrument, not staying with it. And so you've got to practice, you got to practice the way you want to perform. And then the other thing that the band director talks about is all of the members of the band are responsible for memorizing. This is key, memorizing their music. Now for an eight minute halftime show, that generally means probably three or four songs, two or three songs tops. The dance team comes out and, you know, you, you play a song for them and they do the high kick routine or, or whatever, the contagion, you know, all that stuff. If you've ever been to a high school football game, um, you know what I'm talking about. Memorizing music um, is, is not easy, but it's not as hard as you might think because music is the best way. To, to remember things. I've made the point many times on this show. I still don't know who the CEO of Nationwide Insurance is, but I know the jingle, Nationwide is on your side, as does everybody. Uh, music is like that. Music stays in your memory forever. Uh, you cannot remember the words of a, of a speaker you saw at a conference or something like that, or even the title of the session, but you know that all the words to songs that you haven't heard in years. Music is like that. And that's why I keep saying this. You get these people that come do strategic planning and stuff like that, and they put a bunch of flip charts up and little post-it notes. Folks, that is old school, 20th century. That is just, that's just man bun. Okay, that's just lame. That is just not the way you want to intentionally engage your audience of employees and performers and your audience of potential borrowers, customers, clients, and members. 
And so you hear the band director talk about that. You got to be here on time. You got to be good citizens. All of these things are great. Well, I'm going to add one. Zero tolerance for low performers. I continue to be amazed that people continue to send out webinars and invitations to uh, attend this class, read this white paper, 10 steps to dealing with difficult employees. You should not have to deal with a difficult employee because that employee was not difficult in the interview. And if the employee was difficult in the interview and you still hired him, then that's on you. Be the person you were in the interview. That is it. That is all of it. It is the social contract that binds the performer and the employee to the performance. And when they stop being that person, they're gone. Right. Something else that I, I was reminded of kind of hanging around the bands and I talked to some of the people that are in the high school bands over the past couple of weeks was something that I always looked forward to. And it was called sectionals, sectionals, S-E-C, sectionals. I hope my new microphone picks that up as clearly as I'm trying to say it. I don't want that to be confused. Sectionals is when like the woodwinds would go off and practice their parts by themselves. We in the and the drum line and the percussion and the rhythm section would go off and, and perform our parts. And then of course occasionally the, the band director would join us. And I always remember how close we were to the band director when those things were happening. I mean you could you could show up for a summer band after lunch, a little goof circa 1980 whatever but you couldn't get away with anything in those sectionals because the band director was right there and he caught every mistake what is your version of breaking down your brand its moving parts and working in areas that are common to one another some banks and credit unions rely on an annual all-employee training day those things are great I made a lot of uh, great friends and, and made a living speaking at a lot of those, but it is not a substitute for what you need to do. And that is literally practice each and every day. That is what separates a good organization from a great organization, the one that trained the best, the one with the best ideas. And again, if you're still doing flip charts and webinars and white papers, that is 20th century, that is lame that is man bun. Believe me, uh, there's so many great lessons out there. Next time you go out to a high school football game, check it out. And just remember all the practice that went into those halftime shows. And then, of course, I love the competition that takes place in a, a marching band. You have a first chair and you have a last chair. You have a person that's the drum major and a bunch of other people that tried out to be the drum major and didn't make it. There's nothing wrong with exceptionalism. There's nothing wrong with ranking people. When I worked at the bank, as a professional, as a professional uh, personal banker, you know, opening accounts, you got rated. How many cross-selling things did you get? How many referrals to mortgage did you do? How many referrals to the brokerage department did you do? And they would list in order. You know, we had almost 200 personal bankers at Norwest Banks back in the day. And well, because of my winning personality, I was the top-ranked banker over and over and over again, and I was rewarded with a cushy job in private banking with 100 clients and just go to my office when I wanted to. And it was there that I ended up with a laptop computer, saw a monster.com ad, and changed the trajectory of my professional life, not because I wanted to be as good as everyone else, but because I wanted to be demonstrably better. If you have an organization full of people like that, trust me, you will leave the audience wanting more. Check out the video. It's right there in the episode description, Summer Band. There is not a better metrics 
for improving your performance, the live performance that banks put on each and every day, even in the era of mobile banking and mobile this and mobile app that, millions and millions of Americans will call and visit a physical branch today in the American banking culture. Are they going to be happy with, with what they see in here? Are you going to leave your audience wanting more? Because that is the power of performance. And this has been the power of performance. The show that asked that question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Until next we speak, my name is Jason Dice, broadcasting live from the studio of eloquentonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas. Until next we speak, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. The V, the V, and that's all, folks.